0: Are you accepting it? No, of course. not. Rubbish. The government is not accepting it. Order! 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 Order. Welcome to Two Grumpy Hacks, the podcast. I'm Malcolm Farr and, of course, we're with Dennis Atkins. And this is the year of the fire hose of falsehood. Hello and Welcome to Two Grumpy Hacks, the podcast, number 36 for this year. Uh, Dennis, uh, it's been a tumultuous three or four days the Prime Minister has had overseas uh, talking to his alleged peers. Uh, one president has called him clumsy and a second has caused, called him a liar. And it's as if Scott Morrison thought to himself, well, if they think I'm low grade, why do they wear this one? And he then launched into some really indescribable attempt uh, to claim that Biden and Macron were actually criticising Australia and not him. Did did this shock you uh, in any way at all?
1: No, not at all. This is what uh, Scott Morrison does. Scott Morrison is someone who never takes responsibility for anything. Uh, he's someone who lies at the drop of a hat. You know, if he if he's sort of uh, got uh, three options, uh, you know, tell the truth, uh, avoid the question, or just flat out lie, he goes straight to option C. Uh, and he's also as stubborn as they come. He he just refuses to concede that he might uh, uh, have done something wrong, that he might you know um, be in the wrong, um, uh, and. This is despite all the evidence to the contrary, Uh, despite um, uh, I love the expression uh, that Malcolm Turnbull, former prime minister, used on Radio National this morning, this Tuesday morning, uh, where he, he talked about the stenographers in the media who were <laughs> uh, faithfully defending the Prime Minister, despite this stenographic these stenographic efforts. Uh, I think uh, many, many people in Australia can see this for what it is, which is uh, arse-covering, bullshitting, and just... Um, Shameful uh, and shameless uh, action by the prime minister.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's offset by the, the the completely stark words used by President Macron, where he indicated his respect for Australia and the Australian people. Uh, there was no sledging of Australia as the prime minister suggested. He, he was just building a facade of uh, rather uh, paltry patriotism uh, to protect himself. He also, it appears, and I have no firm knowledge of this, but it would appear to the casual observer that he also leaked a text from Macron uh, sent about two or three days before the announcement that the uh, the French submarine contract would be scrapped, uh, President Macron asking whether there was good news or bad news. Now, now this leaked text message, and I, I think I'm pretty on safe grounds to say it came from the Prime Minister's office, was put out to indicate that the French knew what was going on all the time. Well, it didn't, did it at all? No, not really. I mean, it it it, it said that, uh, you know, that
1: Morrison and Macron were talking to each other, uh, and you would expect that, uh, but Was there any indication in these uh, conveniently leaked texts that that showed um, uh, that Morrison was thinking of pulling out of the submarine contract with the French? No. Uh, Was he going to have something else to say about it? Yes, for sure. And that's why we got a a message included in these these, uh, texts that were leaked. Uh, from Macron saying, am I going to get good news? Now, that was a text that was not actually replied to. Um, and mm. uh, uh, Morrison said he tried to call, but, you know, the call couldn't be set up, you know, oh, dear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, um, you know, th- we've had another leak uh, to the National Daily um, uh, of what sh- you would assume are highly confidential Uh, documents between Australia, England, and the National Security Council in Washington uh, about uh, the setting up of AUKUS, the uh, Australia, UK, and United States, uh, you know, um, uh, technology and information and weapons sharing uh, arrangements that they've come to. Uh, So this stuff is all sort of leaked, and it's leaked in, in a context that protects and backs up Scott Morrison. Uh, it's not leaked in a context that's any wider than that. Um, and this is to show that uh, Sleepy Joe, uh, you know, um, the president of the United States, otherwise known as Mr. Biden, uh, didn't really know what he was talking about when he said that Australia was, was uh, handled, had handled this clumsily and that, uh, you know, that he was under the assumption that Australia was, was doing its uh, its bit in informing the French. Well, you know, a precise reading of that that leak said that Australia might have been doing its bit, but it left it till the last minute. It it was not honest and open with the French all the way up until just before the announcement. And and uh, by then, you know, it's sort of uh, the uh, stable door is open, if I may use a an appropriate analogy for Melbourne Cup Day.
0: Uh, And just to quote uh, Malcolm Turnbull, who who seems to be bolting through another stable door, you don't drop hints about something, about a $90 billion contract. You come out and discuss uh, in in a grown-up sort of fashion, uh, said Mr Turnbull today. Mm. Now, look, of course, um, the, the quite substantial Morrison Party is now in Glasgow, glasgow as i heard somebody pronounce it an american <laughs> uh named joe biden um and uh, they will be talking about climate change and uh prime minister morrison will come up with this australian way which seems to be based on um uh, the the production sometime in the future of cutting edge thingamie bobs and um and high-tech whatchamacallits which will uh, re- reduce emissions how do you think this is going to go down
1: well, uh, you know, with a, with a few people there, probably quite quite well. I mean, uh, we've got um, uh, President um, Bolsonaro from Brazil, uh, who is, uh, uh, you know, from what I've read, he, he is going to Glasgow uh, with a very similar approach to Scott Morrison in that he's got this huge advertising campaign saying what a fantastic job he's doing. Uh, Meanwhile, he's doing absolutely nothing. Um, We've got President Xi from uh, China, uh, who is going to Glasgow with no new proposals whatsoever for China. Uh, And we've got Narendra Modi from India, uh, who is going to say, uh, I may think about um, doing something about uh, using coal and burning fossil fuels uh, in about... Uh, four or five decades' time. Now, those people will will look at what Scott Morrison is doing and say, you're doing a terrific job. I think quite a few others might agree with the editorial in uh, this week's Economist, which accuses Scott Morrison, singles him out along with Narendra Modi uh, and uh, Senator Joe Manchin from Virginia in the United States, and accuses them of rank cowardice when it comes up to facing uh their responsibilities on tackling climate change and i've got to say i'm in the
0: economist camp yeah it's going to be interesting to see how the prime minister our prime minister gets out of this look can i take us now to a book that's out this week it's called the game a portrait of scott morrison it's by sean kelly it's on black uh, black ink publisher Uh, by sean kelly who's a former labor staffer in government and opposition and now, a and a, and, that, and, a,
1: and a big fan of the pod, I might say.
0: Oh well, he's a very astute chap, uh, and, and now a columnist with the Age in the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, he goes through the history, uh, the, the recent political history of of Scott Morrison, but more importantly, he 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 analyzes and reveals and uncovers all the contrivances and uh, pretensions that Scott Morrison has uh, created and dispersed to try and cover up for the fact that he's a pretty ordinary bloke. Uh, when I say ordinary, I don't mean run-of-the-mill uh, you know, rank-and-file Australian. I mean someone of limited ability, limited capacity. Well, let's put it this way. The, the three Cs that uh, Labor might be expected to comment on uh, in coming election of capacity, capability and character... And he doesn't get high marks in any of those. He he uh, he's pretty shallow. He hasn't had any great victories. And in terms of character, it's it's quite amazing how much he is such a demonstrable, um, demonstrably deceitful prime minister. But um, what's interesting is that many of the points that Kelly makes in his excellent book, I would suggest, um, are reconfirmed by what. Morrison has done just over the last three or four days overseas. Um, we've got the lying thing, of course, but more, more pertinent, I guess, is when journalists interviewed President Macron and then went back to uh, Prime Minister Morrison to ask his opinion, he accused them of uh, taking selfies with Macron as if they were just little puppies uh, who, who were starstruck by the French president. Now, that was... Total frog snot. And uh, it it, uh, it reminded me, as mentioned in the book, about how Morrison got terribly cranky with a, a reporter um, a, a while back who uh, questioned his handling of uh, sexual assault against women in Parliament House. Morrison came up with this absolute uh, uh, myth of some News Limited uh, woman uh, been sexually harassed in a bath in a toilet, uh, and said to the reporter who would asked the, uh, the the question that's so offensive of him, but be careful. It was a threat. Now this bloke is so incapable of defending himself, he has to resort to threats against journalists or some sort of payback. He did it on the question of uh, uh, of protecting women, uh, and he he did it again. Uh, in Rome, when reporters had the temerity to report on what the uh, French president said. Um, this fits a sort of pattern, doesn't it, uh, Dennis?
1: Yeah, it does. And uh, it, it's what they call in in psychology projection, where, where you recognise your own faults and then project them onto other people. Uh, so he's recognising uh, that these... Uh, Uh, you know, that, 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 uh, you know, that he is a fraud, that he is a liar, and that that he uh, has got something he should be, uh, you know, disappointed in himself with or ashamed of, uh, and instead of owning it and admitting it and Accepting the reality, he projects it onto others and said, "No, you're the fraud. You're you you know you were just there having selfies. You weren't actually doing your job. Yeah, you you were sort of you know uh, making nice face with the uh, the handsome president of France. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, just uh, uh, I don't think you'd ever get, or you wouldn't want to get Scott Morrison on a psychologist's couch, but uh, boy, would you? It, it would make." Uh, the, uh, the uh, psychoanalytic uh, uh, scenes from The Sopranos with Tony Soprano uh, make them look pretty tame.
0: And <laughs> 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 Anyway, Sean Kelly, um, elsewhere in the book, quotes Morrison, before he became prime minister, as saying, we must communicate candidly and with authenticity. Now, uh, let's take the first one, candidly. <laughs> Uh, He goes on to also quote within the book, well, this is one of his observations, uh, Kelly's observation, what Morrison says often sounds at first like it means something. Instead, you realise afterwards that it means nothing at all, or rather that each sentence expresses a different position. And uh, he says, he never feels in himself insincere or untruthful because he always means exactly what he says. It's just that he means it only, uh, only at the moment he is saying it. Past and future disappear. It, it, uh, it's a pretty uh, strong appraisal of uh, Scott Morrison uh, in general. Uh, and if I can just go through a, another parallel, um, uh, Kelly writes uh, Morrison often ha- uh, has not even bothered to. Um, sorry, I'll say it again. Has not even offered to appear to answer a question. Uh, now in Rome, the the, the highlighted uh, example of uh, a journalist asking him a question. Morrison uh, went off on some tangent. And Jenna said, uh, "But that wasn't the question." And Morrison replied, "But that was my answer." And we've seen that a lot too, haven't we? Uh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: No. Well, I think that uh, uh, the, the listeners to uh, to Knobby Hacks uh, they know what they can get each other and all their friends for Christmas, and as a copy <laughs> of Sean Kelly's book. It because uh, uh, you know, Scott Morrison does approach politics and government, unfortunately, as a game. Uh, it's all uh, gamed in his own mind. I've, I've called him uh, in something I wrote during the year as a what, what's known as a consequentialist, someone who only ever considers the consequences uh, of what action he might be about to take in terms of his own progress uh, politically. Um, yeah, and uh, Boris Johnson is held up as, as a consequentialist. Scott Morrison, uh, I think actually outdoes Boris Johnson on that front. Uh, he only thinks of the consequences for Scott Morrison. He only thinks of where this is going to get him in his own political advancement. Uh, and um, any any question about you know sort of good policy or good government uh, comes a distant second or third.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I would recommend the book. Uh, uh, m- maybe uh, taken in small doses by uh, those of you out there who are innocent of what uh, does happen in the prime minister's office. But uh, I think the education be well worthwhile. Uh, uh, now, uh, we of course, on grubby hacks will be spending our Melbourne Cup winners over the next few uh, days, mammoth as they will be. But we'll see you again uh, next week. In the meantime, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me who's feeling very elegant.